Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. So God is calling us to a higher realm where we begin to see things by faith. And when you see things by faith, now people, floods in life will come. Challenges will come. Mountains will come. Rivers will come. You know, you can experience a life where you will encounter bereavement. Whether we like it or not, in our family, somebody may die. In our ministry, somebody may die. In our businesses, somebody may die. We ourselves that are walking about, we ourselves, something can happen to us. You may lose your job. You may, something can happen to you, especially in this dangerous and precarious moments in which we live. Something can happen. So in the case of Noah, a flood is coming but how the man interprets the flood is the most important thing Noah how are you going to see this flood some people as soon as the flood started coming some said forget about it there's no flood others said the flood is going to kill us let us eat and drink and make merry because tomorrow we die they just said you know what we don't care let's just marry let's give him marriage let's enjoy ourselves jesus said as it was in the days of noah when people were eating and drinking and they were marrying and giving in marriage some people just said we don't care if the flood is coming to kill us let, let it just kill us but one man related to the flood differently he said you know what this flood is coming the whole earth is going to be covered by the flood but the flood is not going to kill me i'm going to do something about the flood and i'm speaking to somebody today who will do something about the challenges you are facing some of the challenges are tough you've lost your marriage you've lost your family you've lost your business you've lost your ministry there are many ways of doing church one way of doing church is to come together the way we normally come to church another way of doing church is online online is a way of doing church for those people who have got the technology and they've got the ability to do church online and it is not an act of unbelief just like shopping online is not unbelief everybody according to their faith and i told the pastor i said you know what don't worry don't push them the day they have the faith they'll be there but you just go to church if the people are 10 preach to them if the people are 15 preach to them if the people are 100 preach to them and that's it so we have a situation where any condition that precipitates itself let's try and use the situation we should not be crying we are dead 
So you may, you, you, may, you may be a pastor and people are not coming to your ministry and you may be doing some business and the business looks like it's going down. You should understand, you may see businesses going down, ministries going down, um, things are closing up and down. And Noah looked at the thing and said, this thing is not going to kill me. This thing is not going to kill me. This thing is not going to kill me. I believe that when the flood came, Noah must have lost relatives. He lost the world around him. Everything around Noah was gone. Now don't tell me Noah has no cousins. Don't tell me he had no nephews. Don't tell me some of the animals he didn't gather into the ark. He needed them and he wanted to see them. But Noah saw everything die. God told him everything is going to go down Noah. But Noah saw it with the eye of faith. I want somebody to begin to see God in whatever is going on in your life. That God, your business went down. God is in it. Your business is standing. God is in it. Your marriage was shaking. God is in it. Because he's able to make all things work together for your good. Sometimes you cannot see the end. But the truth is that the end of a matter is always better than the beginning of the matter. And I came here today to tell somebody two things. Just two things tonight. That your flood is going to give you advantage. And number two, your flood is going to give you advancement. Somebody standing somewhere, just scream advantage. Come on, just shout advantage five times. Advantage, 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 advantage. So may your flood give you advantage. That thing that is making you cry right now. That thing that is making you regret right now. That thing that is giving you pain right now. That thing that looks like a flood and looks like you can never survive it is going to give you advantage. And the other thing is that it's going to give you advancement. So advantage and advancement is what we are receiving today. The flood gave Noah advantage. Noah's faith made him see the flood differently. How do you see the circumstances around your life? How do you see them? They just fired you from your job. How do you see it? You just lost your business. How do you see it? I pray in the name of Jesus that God will make you not the follower of the events in your life, but the interpreter of the events in your life. You see, people that follow the events in their life are people who when something happens to them, they just look at the thing and they say, I'm dead, I'm finished. And the people who interpret the events of their life is that something happens and they're like, how do I interpret this? So for example, maybe you put a corn of wheat, you put a grain in the soil and you went and dug the following day and the corn seed is dead. The corn seed you went and dug after three days, four days, five days, and the thing is dead, and the thing is looking decomposed, and you look at it and say, oh, that is the way you are following the seed. But another person who is a farmer looks at the ebro or the corn seed in the ground and says, except the corn of wheat dies, it abides alone, but if it dies and decomposes, then it brings forth much fruit. May the Lord make you a specialist in interpreting your flood. So Noah is looking at the flood and says, the aim of this flood is to give me advantage. The aim of this flood is to give me advantage in life. What drowned others lifted him up. 
I pray in the name of Jesus, may your flood give you advantage. I don't know what flood you are dealing with. I don't know what deluge you are dealing with. Financial deluge, emotional deluge, physical deluge. It can be sickness. It can be death. It can be financial crisis. It can be some situation, disgrace, shame, embarrassment, rejection. It's a kind of a flood. May the flood give you advantage. And the thing that drowned other people, the thing that made others crazy, the thing that disgraced others, the things that compelled other people to give up in life and commit suicide in your case, what drowned others will lift you up. So the Bible said God spoke to the man Noah. In Genesis 7, the Lord told, to, told Noah, Every substance, every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground. Every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground. Both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowl of heaven and they were destroyed from the earth and Noah only remained and they that were with him in the ark verse number 24 and the waters prevailed upon the earth and 150 days the verse number 23 the bible said every living substance was destroyed everything was destroyed everything which was upon the face of the ground was destroyed both man and cattle and creeping things and the fowl of the heaven. You know, Pastor Aaron, the, the thing that really intrigued me, which caught my attention, was the fowl of the earth. I'm like, I mean, what kind of flood is this that even birds, not a single bird remained in the earth. Not a single bird. All the birds came down. And you know, if you don't understand some things and the way they work especially if your mind is not curious you will not see the miracles in the bible you see it is it is natural and logical for men or human beings to die some of these human beings no one knew them maybe some were his relatives they perished in the water cattle it's not surprising that the flood will kill cattle. It's not surprising they will kill creeping things like snakes on earth. And I think as for snakes, when they die, I think Pastor Aaron, you'll be very happy to know that all snakes are dead. But the thing that amazes me, Pastor Livingston, is the birds of the air. Because you see, something like the swift alpine, the swift alpine is a kind of a bird that can fly for six months non-stop. That bird can fly, it has got continuous flight time of six months and can fly six months without landing. That means this flood is going to last longer. The water is going to cover the earth long enough for even the swift alpine to fall then there is a bird called the, the great um the great frigate 
That's the, the, the alpine they are showing you, the, the sweet alpine. And then the, 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 the great um, frigate can fly, that one too can fly for two months non-stop without landing. Two months non-stop. Birds can stay in the air for longer than you can believe. Even the common eagle, we know, some eagles can stay in the air two to four hours non-stop. Four to six hours non-stop. That is how much an eagle can stay in the air. And God said, you know what? I'm going to keep this water on, on the ground for long enough for no bird to even survive in the air. Um, coming not Sunday, but next week, Thursday, I will talk to you about the fear of faith. The fear of faith. That you know what? Noah was moved by faith because, by fear, because no one knew that with God all things are possible. That God can keep a flood on earth until every bed, including the swift alpine, comes to the ground. And I want to tell somebody that it is for your sake a swift alpine something that is swifter than you something that is stronger than you something that is greater than you something that is bigger than you it's about to come down so that you can go up my bible said then i returned and saw i returned and saw that the race is not to the swift Neither, nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise. Nor yet riches for men of understanding. Nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happiness to them all. He said the race is not to the swift. So you may see the swift alpine and the thing looks fast. The thing can stay in the air for, for six months. You will look at the great um, frigate and the, grief, the, the great frigate can stay in the air for, for two months in the air flying non-stop. But the Bible said the race is not to the swift. Then he said the battle is not to the strong. Then he said bread is not to the wise. Riches are not for men of understanding. Favor is not to men of skill. Then he concludes by saying time and chance happen to them all that means a flood can come that can carry all these things adversity can come that can carry all these things something can happen in the face of the earth and even the strongest businesses cannot survive the strongest families cannot survive the strongest ministries cannot survive the strongest personalities cannot survive but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they will mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary if they walk they shall not faint you know what people sometimes we don't understand advantage 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 is when something has happened and everything is equalized you see when churches were opening and the government came out and said mega church micro church nano church everybody 100 members immediately there was panic but you know what god was doing he was saying time and chance 
happiness to them all. So Pastor Jesus Church that can take thousands of people. Hundred per time. Another pastor who has 80 members in his church for 20 years, he too, they are telling him hundred. I may want to be angry. I may want to complain. I may want to get frustrated. But the Bible is saying that time and chance happen to them all. COVID is COVID. Whether you are a mega church, nano church, micro church, <laughs> minute church, and COVID na COVID man. Time and chance happens to them all alike. I read this thing about time and chance in the message translation of the Bible and see what the message translation of the Bible would say. And, and look at the way the message translation of the Bible puts this particular scripture. He said, I took another walk around the neighborhood and I realized that on this earth, and I realized that on this earth, as it is the race is not always to the swift nor the battle to the strong nor satisfaction to the wise nor riches to the smart nor grace to the learned sooner or later bad luck hits us all sooner or later bad luck can hit everybody anybody so today, the beautiful girl is walking around and by tomorrow, she's not alive. And the one they call ugly is still walking about. Today, the intelligent man is walking around and the one who is not intelligent is walking around. But by tomorrow, the intelligent one could be gone and the one who didn't look intelligent is standing there. Today, a big business can be going on. Somebody's business is failing. But in one day, the big business can be gone and the small one can be there. I came to prophesy to somebody right now that a little one shall become a thousand and a small one shall become a strong nation. May the situation of today give you advantage. You are crying today, but may your crying lead to your advantage. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Oh, maybe this week you heard some news and you are like, where is God? Where is God? My life is finished. My life is finished. My life is finished. Your life is not finished. He's the resurrection and the life. He, he's the one that is able to give you advantage in the midst of a disadvantage. The flood was coming and Noah said, this flood is bringing everything down. This flood is going to bury everything. This flood is going to cover everything. This flood is going to suffocate everything. But this flood is going to lift up my ark. I'm going to stay in the ark and my ark is going up. My ark is not coming down. I see somebody's life today as the ark. I see somebody's ministry today as the ark. I see somebody's business today as the ark. I see somebody's family today as the ark. And because of that ark you are in. But guess what? The greatest ark is Jesus Christ himself. The Bible said our life is hid with God in Christ. And I pray in the name of Jesus. That in that ark called Jesus Christ. Your life can never sink. I see you floating on the water. I see you suspended on the water. A thousand shall fall on your side. Ten thousand on your right hand. But it shall not come nigh you. The Bible said. They were not every 
everything was destroyed but Noah remained alive ay, 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 ay. you will not be destroyed the fact that something around you fell sick the fact that something around you even died the fact that something around you collapsed does not mean your life is destroyed ah yakabashi something is happening to you right now your, your something your business your ministry something is happening to you right now maybe all your respect is gone all your dignity is gone probably you even lost your joy as i'm speaking now but remember that weeping may endure for the night but joy cometh in the morning can i remind you right now that everything around you is being destroyed but in your life in your case like the case of noah the bible said but noah remained alive noah remained alive he and the people that were with him in the ark alive is more than just staying alive physically alive means you are alive and you are glorifying god you are alive and you are in the spirit you are alive and your salvation is maintained i see somebody right now in this period some people will lose their faith in god but your faith in god will stay alive there is no life better than maintaining your faith in god being alive is more than just being biologically alive when we say you are alive we mean your faith is intact we mean your holiness is intact we mean your righteousness is intact if we say you are alive it means your eternal life your salvation is intact i pray in the name of jesus in the days in which we find ourselves these days of tribulation these days of heartache these days of pain may your faith in christ remain stronger in him you live and move and have your being he said i am the way i am the truth i am the life no man cometh unto the father but by me you are only alive when your salvation is intact i need somebody to join me tonight to say though he slay me yet will i trust him for i know that my redeemer liveth and he shall stand upon the earth in the last days believers hear my voice we are in a state in the world today when many things can happen sickness can happen death can happen pain can happen businesses can collapse divorces may take place ah some people's husbands or wives may run away and leave them alone but you must come to the place where you understand i will be the one who will be knocked down and i will get up i'll be cast down and i'll get up because you know what ladies and gentlemen your ability to remain alive in christ your ability to refuse to give up your ability to refuse to sell your salvation and exchange your faith for the things of this world your ability to survive must stay alive for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul i see you maintain your salvation to the end he that puts his hand on the plow and tends to look back is not fit for the kingdom of god but tonight i'm talking to locust army i'm talking to an army of locusts around the whole world they call us kingdom agreement when we agree as touching anything that we shall ask the father he will give it unto us and i pray in the name of jesus even as we agree as an army of locusts on the earth let it be known we run with the speed of horses our face are like horses we eat up everything in front of us we devour like a fire we climb over the walls Rigged the boss like a beam, 
Baruse, e Pranose Bianca Bata, Nene Manuata Kabaha, e Konana Madaneme Kabia, by you, my beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I came to challenge somebody in the army of God around the world. This is kingdom agreement. You will live, you will live, you will overcome, receive an advantage when other businesses are going down, when other things are going down, when other souls are going down. May God lift you up in the name of Jesus. But you say, Pastor, I can see everything of mine is already going down. Everything of mine is going already going down. You know what? We are not in the middle of the race yet. It is just starting. Don't say you are down. You may be down, but you are not counted out. The first shall be the last, and the last shall be the first. Right now, it looks like you are last. Right now, it looks like everything around you is collapsing. But God will give you the advantage. I said God will give you the advantage. I said God will give you the advantage. Because through your pain, you are about to get some gain. Somebody shout advantage five times. Shout it advantage five times. Advantage three. Advantage four. Advantage five. And scream wherever you are. And praise the name of Jesus. Advantage. He said everything was destroyed. Everything was destroyed. But Noah remained alive. I want you to place your hand on your belly. And I want you to scream, I remain alive. I remain alive. Prophesy on somebody's life today. You will remain alive. You will remain alive. And not just remaining alive, you will glorify God. Lift up your hand to the God of advantage. Lift up your hand to the God of victory. Lift up your hand to the God of advantage, the God of victory. And give him praise. Jesus. Advantage. And number two, he's going to give you advancement. Advancement. Advancement means your life is going to go forward. You are not going to move backwards. No, no, no. Listen, after this, everything of yours will improve. Your family will improve. Your business will improve. Even this body of yours will improve. People will look at you and say, welcome. And you say, welcome from where? They say, well, we thought you just went abroad. Then you tell them, yes, I'm coming from abroad in Boku. I'm coming from abroad in Nalergu. I'm coming from abroad in Keta. Why? Because you will look very different. Advancement. I see your life advance. Noah advanced because this ark, we don't know where he built the ark particularly. But maybe it was not too far from the Garden of Eden. When they cast out people and they were roaming about as nomads from here to here and there to there. The man built the ark. The flood came. Oh, Yehoah. Pastor Livingston. He used a number of years to build the ark. Many years. Some Bible commentators say he built the ark in 120 years. Others dispute it. They say it's not 120 years. It is between 55 years 
and 75 years. But whatever it is, even if you take the lowest number of years, 55 years building an ark, 75 years building an ark is not a small thing at all. The man enters the ark and it took a while for the rain to come. When the rain came and the foundations of the deep were also broken and the waters were coming from the top and from underneath. Within a short time, the whole earth was full of water. Percolation into the earth, into the earth was not possible. The earth was full of water. And this ark drifted along on the face of the earth. Noah stays in this ark and the water subsided for another 150 days. And that is like half of the year. The water is just coming down. And the Bible scholars tell us that Noah stayed in that ark for 364 days. Others say 370 days and others say 377 days. Let us assume that Noah was in the ark for one year. One year! I don't think you thought about that before. Where were they getting air from? Because no window can be opened. Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.